Before we get started, there's something I'm really excited to share with you. It's no secret that we think diversifying your income is incredibly important. One way that we do it is by investing in rental properties. We've done a ton of research, interviewed experts, and invested over $100,000 of our own money in income-producing rental properties. I am proud to announce that we're launching Rental Properties for Passive Investors. It's a course on exactly how you can passively invest in rental properties. Like our podcast, it's incredibly actionable and details exactly how we've both purchased and managed our rental properties. It also includes a year of investable, the analysis tool we use to make sure the rental properties we purchase are actually profitable. Finding the deal is half the battle. You need to know your numbers to make a profitable investment. We're running a pre-sale for $100 off. Head over to listenmoneymatters.com slash REI to learn more. That's listenmoneymatters.com slash REI for $100 off rental properties for passive investors. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. If you want to burn some calories while working, then jump to conclusions, push your luck, and dodge deadlines. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? Damn, you blasted through that. Nailed it. <laughs> Woo. I'm sweating a little bit. Uh, good. Just uh, gently sipping a Chimay Pierre's mm. Trapezes Grand Reserve. The blue one. Yeah, I, I don't know. What does that say? Do you know that? Grand Reserve. No, I mean the part under the Chimay part. Oh, I'm not even going to try that. No. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't enunciate it out for me. But uh, it's awesome. It's an ale. Is there, so there's blue, red, and white. Mm. What's I don't know which one's the best. You or know, supposed to be the best. I've had the blue. such a gap between my Chimay's. Yeah. You always um, forget. I just remember there was like, I, th- I think it was Chimay. There was a commercial where they poured it because it has a lot of head and then they use the knife. No, that's Stella, dude. Duh. <laughs> God. Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> it's a good commercial, but it you know, is. Different beer. I just, I just think it's super cool. So, yeah. not the beer that I'm drinking. Nope. But um, it's good. It's a, it's a closer beer. Yeah, for sure. Um, I am drinking something real weird. Uh, or at least it might be weird to you. I don't know. It's a raspberry lemonade milkshake. Oh my it's god, a, I want a, it. <laughs> it's a New England style milkshake IPA brewed with lactose, citra, and lemon drop hops, raspberries, lemon juice, lemon zest, vanilla, and twenty one of our closest friends. <laughs> and it's a beer Bidewell Works, and there's literally twenty one other. Um, Oh, beer, so, like so they, it was like a, a joint project between other breweries. I, I guess. Does, does yeah. it really taste like milkshakey? No, it makes it taste milkshakey is the vanilla. Mm. So it's like vanilla, it's fruit, and it's made with lactose, which is uh, a milk sugar, mm. which basically just makes it sweeter. I don't, and, and it gives that a little bit more mouthfeel. It makes it a little bit thicker. So is is it like uh like a soury like a sour beer esque? Well, well, this one is soury because it has raspberries in it, so it's a little tart, but it's not a sour IPA. No, because mm. uh, I mean all the fruits and berries I, I love, and yeah. I mean. I will. I don't care if it's pink. I will drink that shit. Oh, it, dude, you, it is. It is very pink. Uh, it's got a little red hue, but 
that that yeah. looks so when are you sending me beer from Colorado? Uh you're not gonna make me walk to the post office, are you? Right. Dude, why don't you just come out to Boulder, Colorado, wherever, any any part of Colorado, and then you can drink the beers here fresh out of the taps. Uh, so maybe and I we will. can record episodes live. <laughs> Drunk. Fine. I, I'll arrange for it. I'll talk but to I my will people. Also, I will also send you beers. Damn right you I'll will. I'll do it. Uh, I want to thank Brian Catton via email for our catchphrase. If you want to burn some calories while working, then jump to conclusions, push your luck, and dodge deadlines. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate that. And if you want to send us some catchphrases for the show, please go to the Listen Money Matters community on Facebook by visiting listenmoneymatters.com slash community. And uh, that is where you can submit your catchphrases or via email, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. Mm. Uh, let's, get, let's get into it, man. Yeah, we got a lot of this uh, is a, stuffs. This is a good one. I, I, and, and I don't know if we've covered this before. It feels like we have. Mm. But I want to talk about investing when you don't have money to invest. Ways to invest. Yeah. And we've broken it down into two sections. And by we, yes. I mean you as the master crafter here. So there's like literally have to fit all this stuff in before the break. And then, then yeah. yeah. And there's a whole other section. Yeah. After the Different. Break. Yeah. Yeah. Different. Um, so the first thing, I, the first section I want to talk about is, you know, you don't, well, let's say, we, let's assume that you don't have a lot of money, mm. right? Or at least maybe you think you don't have a lot of money. It's all allocated somewhere. Sure. There's money. To Starbucks, whatever. It, yeah, right. <laughs> or, you know, your beer habit, for example. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to tackle the, uh, let's assume you don't have a lot of money and or you need more money literal dollars and then how to invest that the best way possible deal so we're going to talk about investing dollar bills okay. or any currency let's not let's not just make it us any currency um and then the second half we're going to talk about investing with investing but not using actual currency i would say go on but uh, go, but go we'll on wait. after the break ah <laughs> yeah so i want to start things off by saying that I know this is really hard because uh. I, I, I sometimes I get this excuse a lot and I know for a fact I've made this excuse myself. What? But like, you know, I talked about a while ago, I talked about the book, um, The Richest Man in Babylon. Mm. It's like Did one of the most cliche. I've sure. actually never read it. Okay. It's short. Is it, is it good? I think it's, I mean, it's, it's. I've never read it, so I don't know. Yeah, it's. Money principles told through like classic fables, right? Oh, okay. From what I remember, it's been so long. But one of the principles, like the 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 defining principle in the book, is pay yourself first. Mm. And this idea that you know uh, you should take a percentage of your income, pay yourself, meaning invest it somewhere, throw it in a savings account, whatever, and then and then the rest of the money is actually yours, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, as to give it a, to give a literal example, let's say you're working a job, you get paid every two weeks or every week and you take that paycheck and you take out 10% and you invest it in a savings account. We'll just be very basic in this example. Or you invest it in 
you know, you whatever. move it out of your checking account. Right. You yeah. You you deposit your check if it's direct deposit or a check. You deposit the check. You take ten percent of that money and you move it somewhere else, and then you're only allowed to spend the other ninety percent on bills and everything else in your life. Mm. But that ten percent basically just disappears. Right. And you know, at least in the in the spending process and it, the daily. It's good because it creates like this arbitrary constraint on yes. where you know what like if I can get AirPods, then I will. <laughs> But if right. I can't, I won't. Right. So it's like you can't use that 10% to buy AirPods. That 10% goes to an investment of some sort, yeah. long term. But are AirPods an investment? They are definitely not. <laughs> okay. Go on. So as much as I love them, they're definitely mm. not. And they should be called AirBuds. I've mentioned this before. That was a missed Dude, opportunity. Th- that's, there's a movie called that. It's a, that's why it's, it's funny. Do- yeah, Apple's not funny like that, though. But the but the actual wired ones are called earbuds, mm. and then the AirPods are not iPods. Oh, okay, fine. Right? Fine. I actually never even drew a conclusion to. Yeah. They just tell me a name and I just take it. And All right. Love well, it. that's okay. So, no, AirPods are not an investment. But I always get the excuse, and again, I've made this excuse. I I I need all the money. Mm. Whenever I get my paycheck, I need all of it to to survive. Mm-hmm. I I can't afford ten percent. That's bullshit. What do you say though. to people like that? Like, yeah, okay. Well, get, tell me why and tell me how to fix that problem. Well, uh, well, I mean, okay. So we all know people who's like your your spending expands to the amount that you have, and as when you get a better job, you get a a raise, whatever. Then all of a sudden, you get the new You'll mattress. Find a way to use all that money. Yeah, I mean, and it was right? really not that hard. You know, it's very easy. Uh, yeah. the, the, this country, the U.S., is literally built around making sure that every dollar is spent. Yeah, um, we create businesses like Snuggies that are irrelevant. But if you got money for it, you're just you're gonna get it. Because, by the way, did you know that that five hundred million dollars has been spent on Snuggies? Really? Yeah, that that blew my mind. I was, I was doing this research. Anyways, and that's that's the blanket with sleeves. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's like a potato sack with arms right. on it or something. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I so I found this thing, and I, to say that I found it is a lie. I literally searched "Listen Money Matters" and found it. Your own website. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, so really, actually, Candace found it. Um, okay. But it turns out that there is a tax credit called the Savers Credit. Okay. And at, at its best, and I'll explain the details, if you uh, invest $2,000, at its best, you will get $1,000 back from the government. No. What? Yeah. Yes. For, wait, how? In, how if you put $2,000 into a retirement account. Into an IRA. Into an IRA. Or a 401k? Yeah. So um, you literally get a credit. And but so. How do you. What do you have to do to get that? I mean, like, your tax person has to fill out a form. A form, okay. Right. Or, like, can I go to HR Block and do that? Or is that. I, like- I'm sure they could. And, you know, they may not be savvy enough to be like, oh, looks like you qualify for. But you should, be, you should walk in and be like, and just yell tax savers credit in their face. Mm. Um, but to give you, like, the details. So if you alone make eighteen yeah. five or less a year, or a head of household make twenty seven seven, 
27,700 yep, or yep. less a year or filing jointly 37,000 or less 50% of the first 2,000 you invest or $8,000 will be credited back to you. Then Whoa. Yeah. So the next tier is a little bit above that and and it's 20% and then the top tier joint filers making 62,000 or less head of households making 46 and a half or less um, or single files, thirty one thousand or less. They get ten percent back, so you would at least get two hundred dollars. But if you're if you're making anything over that, no, you don't get it. Right, and so and so it's okay. explicitly geared towards people who don't Lower earn income. a lot. And so if you think about it, you put two thousand towards your retirement, and in the worst case scenario, the government gives you a thousand dollars back. So yeah. it actually. You could spend it if you need that money. Right. Or you could invest or, it. Or you could invest it again. And on the right. top tier, if you're joint making 62, you you have more flexibility. So you get 200 back. And again, you can just invest that shit or whatever. That's So that's like their incentive. Do you have to – And it does, does it have to be within a government retirement account? Or can it be any retirement account? Like can it be better? It, okay. So it, it could be claimed for a contribution to 401K, 403B, 457, a simple IRA, or a oh, SEP wow. IRA. So, you could be a small business owner. So, so essentially, yeah. oh, sorry, uh, your your I, traditional and Roth IRAs are also eligible. So, literally, okay. all the things. Every yeah, yeah. Okay. So, if you are making less than those numbers, and we'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah. This is this is the most free cash of the episode. <laughs> okay, but it's I mean, it's like legit cool, but, free cash. All right, so that's. All right, so anybody with the excuse that like you don't have enough money to put, I mean, th- look, this requires you to invest first mm. before you get this money back, right? Right. So it's an incentive to actually start investing uh, into a retirement account, be be it that an IRA or, I mean, an IRA. If you're kind of if your if your company or your own business doesn't have a four hundred one k plan, you're pretty much kind of like stuck in an IRA. Yeah, and an which individual is not bad account. by any stretch. No, I have I have a Roth IRA that I mm. contribute to, and you can you can only contribute up to what it's like a fifty five thousand or fi- oh, sorry fifty five hundred a year roughly somewhere yeah. around there mm. yeah so uh, but the, the the but the excuse that I get is like that two thousand dollars that you could spend right if you make under what is it twenty seven thousand or something mm. I don't have that money that's the that's the mentality like I can't even get I can't even have two thousand dollars to put away right and. I get this. I get this a lot. Like I have a family, I have kids. It's just me. Like I need all the money to spend. And so you're. So again, like, what do you tell people who have that excuse? You know, um, I I wish it, it would be not fair or not not correct of me to do this, but you know, I wish you could see some of the emails that we get from people mm-hmm. who are. Perhaps at an age where it just it will, retirement will never be truly possible because if you're if you're like hey I'm sixty and I'm ready to start you know that to people yeah. are usually retire whatever I think uh, your future you will just thank you I mean I uh, it's it's hard to to pitch what what would you say I mean <clears throat> um, you're right it's hard to pitch. Because it's Something not for today. Is, it's insurance, right? It's 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 insurance. We have a serious yep. retirement crisis in this country. You know? Yeah, for sure. 
And it's like, oh, I don't need retirement. I'm going to work till I die. Yeah. And like, sure. Look, you sure, have fine, needs now. F- screw the future, right? You know, I think it's really it's a hard sell because there's social security. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I don't need to save for retirement. And I'm not talking about everybody. Look, there's some, you know, but I don't need to save for retirement. I have social security coming to me. And it's like, yeah, I don't necessarily, I mean, look, I'm not a it is not conspiracy a theorist, but it's not, yeah, it's not a lot. I mean, uh, I don't know if your parents are in that at that age yet, but my parents certainly are. And, you know, it's not a lot of money. My dad still works and collects, uh, you know, social security. Mm. So uh, it's, 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 it's something, but it's not a retirement account. And we're, we're, I want to talk to people who can, or at least want to invest, Right. They're mm. like, OK, I want to invest, but I, wh- where's this money coming from? Like, help me find and, space. Yeah, you have, need to find space. Uh, cutting frivolous spending is like one of the first things you can do. Mm. It's it's and I don't mean looking at a you don't have to set up a fucking budget or anything like that, because I don't do that. But it's like, you know what? I spend money on this thing every month. And do I really Care. You're advocating like, no budget. I'm sorry. I was like marinating. I know. I'm on not. That. Look, look, look. Hey, I'm just saying you don't have to. Mm. Obviously, if you have a budget, this coming up with this spending is a lot easier. Like I have a budget. Like I know what my monthly expenses are. For example, um, I'm just like gonna try to think of my monthly budget off the top of my head. We we bought uh, Hulu Live TV, right? Oh, uh, what so is that? Cable is that? Basically, it's cable. Oh, it's oh cable on the okay. Internet. Yeah. yeah. And we really only bought it because it's the it was the World Cup and you know we had friends over we wanted to watch it and we don't have cable so it was the only way, and but I don't need that mm. I don't watch live TV, and that's forty dollars a month. Oh wow, that is yeah yeah. It's like okay, cut that. You know, do you really need cable? You know, we have the internet now. Like Netflix, do you, you can get all people the people ca- still pay for cable. My dad <laughs> bitches about the cable bill. Every time I talk to him and I told him about what I do and it's still kind of comparable, but like, you know, even like, I think he was saying he was spending like a couple hundred dollars on this cable bill Mm. and that includes internet, you know, and the TV and stuff. But if you get Hulu for, you know, 11 bucks a month or whatever it is, I mean, you pretty much get everything you need. And if you want sports and you want to watch it live, like you could spend 40 bucks and get the live TV package. I think YouTube makes one too. YouTube TV. Yeah. So much cheaper. The monopoly is broken. Like, you don't have an excuse anymore. Exactly. That little extra money, you got it. But the thing is, you have to be good at that. You have to take that extra money, and you have to put it into some sort of investment account. And you can keep doing this. And look, I tell my friends, if you can just put 100 bucks a month away, like, it's something you will want, you know, after 12 months – or even six months, you're going to see that money and you're going to want to put more into it. I, I think right? you're going to see that. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I agree. No, I, just cut me off. Motherfucker. I, I did. I did. Because <laughs> what I say is always so important. I, I guess you said like even $100. That really resonated with me because the, the time that it sits in there is so much more important than the amount. Because if right. you wait three years and like, well, now I can stick a thousand dollars in, yeah. you wasted all of that growth. And I think the biggest thing too is is automating it so it kind of just disappears. Yeah, you know, like in your bank account, it just kind of goes away. All of a sudden, right? you have a positive net worth, and you're like, what is going on? Yeah, and you, yeah, way later, mm. but still, I mean, the best thing that I ever did. I mean, I read the book. 
uh, I Will Teach You To Be Rich, which has got a douchey title, but it's really good because it's mostly about automating your finances, automating your personal finances. And we've talked about this billion times on the show, but like automating is the one of the best things you can do because it takes the onus off you to have to do anything. Yeah. And it's just like you get your paycheck in the mail or you get your automatic deposit. You know, like, you know how much shit is taken out of that check before you even see the money? The government knows. They're not like waiting they, for you to pay no, your taxes. Not, no. Wells Fargo isn't waiting for you to pay your mortgage. No. They're going to take it right out. Yeah. Well, your mortgage you still have to pay. But I mean, I'm talking about like Oh, before security. you even touch it. Yeah. Right. Social Security. I mean, if you, if you have a job that has... Um, you know, there's Medicare. If you have a job that has health insurance, like all that shit is taken out of your check. All those taxes are taken out before you even see it. Mm. Right. So what's another 10 percent? Yeah. What's another 5 percent? And the but 401k you, contribution can be that. Exactly. It can be that. And if your company matches, oh, boy, take it. Yeah. It's free money. Well, you know, imagine if you made enough so you get matching from your company, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And the savers credit like you're giving yourself a raise yeah that's my my boss sold that to me because i asked for a raise mm. well okay well, that's kind well, of a dick move but it is, it I is mean, it was. but but look i didn't have it at the time mm. and i said hey i want a raise and he goes actually what you want is a 401k plan and we match up to whatever <laughs> i think it was you put in three percent or up to five percent we'll match it mm. and i was like i literally had to learn about it and so i did it and then the next month he cut <laughs> the contribution. <laughs> uh, I still kept the 401k and I still kept you know, adding to it, even though he wasn't, you know, contributing anything to it. But yeah. How much did you build up in that guy? Uh, that's a good question. Maybe like 15,000 or something. Damn. Before I left. That's good. Yeah. That's nice. I mean, I spent it all, but yeah. <laughs> oh, you withdrew your... Yeah, I was in debt. And, yeah. That was this a while ago. This yeah, is a while yeah, ago. yeah. This is like way before the podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, entirely. So, yeah, there's there's that, and and the best thing that has happened to me, that one of the best things like financially that's happened to me when I when we started this podcast, and this is not a plug. They are not paying us for this, but learning and using Betterment, I still use it. You don't even know how many people when like I meet them in person and we go to meetups and they just like rave about because it's stupid it, how simple and you're like it's been on. like it's been like four or five years since we had learned about it. I remember when we saw it, we're like, whoa, like we were like, and I've been contributing ever since that first day I, I signed up for it. It just abstracts away a, all of the, the bullshit. I mean, and I had to explain, like, I was just at breakfast with my friend uh, back in New Jersey, and I was like, he was like, what do you use for your invest? Like, what do you use? Mm. I'm like, I don't know how many times I got to scream about Betterment because he's like, I don't like looking at stocks. Yeah, I don't either. It fucking <laughs> sucks. I don't want to do it. I, I'm not good at it. I will. I've already tried this. I've already went down the road of spending money on stocks and it not doing it well almost never and works then, out i mean i i hear it's worked out never to. for people who bought sirius xm <laughs> it is <it> not <laughs> who are those idiots <laughs> i don't know i don't know who would do that howard follow yeah. howard stern with your money please dude yeah and like the idiots who invest in bear stearns it's like come on 
Sorry. Fuck Lehman Brothers, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? It was that Bear Stearns, Lehman Brothers, right? Yeah. All right. Joke failed. But, yeah, dude, I, I like, and I, I remember I started by putting 100 bucks a month into it. And then you start, you get kind of, not addicted, but you get like. You see the growth and they show you yeah, this graph something. where, and they project where it will be in like five years. Yeah. And you're like, where, what? Yeah. Yeah. Still, I, I'm obsessed with it. In fact, it's so, it's one of those things that it's, I can't, I'm not like I've built, it, it took four or five years. I mean, it's been a while. It's been a while. I It took so long to build up this tolerance of like you I'm not allowed to touch that money mm. like that money doesn't exist yeah in my brain it's not even an option like if my it's your peace of mind <sighs> like if you were going to war and you had to do yeah. something like ridiculous shit like then you know I guess but I right now I, I, I almost forget like I when I was in all this debt I talked about in the, the uh, mistake show I'm like I never thought that oh I have that money mm. I just didn't even Oh, same. Didn't even come to mind because it it disappears out of my account. I don't even know what's happening. It's just gone. Like, is it Betterment just automatically sucks it out? So the other thing I want to bring up, uh, which I also used and have been using since day one, we talked about it on this show. And this is something that this is, and this is one of those things that again they're not paying us for this. Uh, I don't even know if they've ever been a sponsor, mm, but no. I still use Acorns. So Acorns, I I find interesting. So I I'm so Acorns for for people who don't know acts very similarly to Betterment, with with one major or maybe two major differences. One, mm. if you spend, you know, a dollar and ten cents, you could click this button and then you know you hook your credit card into it and then. Always, it'll round up to the nearest dollar and take that extra ninety cents and put in your Acorns account. And so, yes. you essentially are over the course of just living and spending money. You're like shaving, you're like you're you're slicing investment money out. But right, it won't. It, won't it be, automatically it automatically does it. It automatically invests it, um, and it's not yeah. going to be an enormous amount. You know, maybe it'll amount nope. to I don't know how big of a spender you are, how many transactions, but sure. You know. Well, okay, so I'm I'm But then there's found money. Is that what do you use found money? I I think so. I'm actually pulling up my Acorns account right now. So I do have found I do use found money. So which is yeah. So wait, explain to me how you use found money. Well, I here's how I use Acorns. Hmm. And and here's the problem with Acorns is all right, so you hook your credit cards up to it, you hook your debit cards up to it, hmm. and you're right. It it rounds like let's say you spend a hundred or you know you go to the you go to Starbucks you spend two dollars and ninety five cents on a coffee, and they will round up to th- and they'll, they'll they'll round up and they'll take that well, five star- cents. Well, hold on, Starbucks will still charge you two ninety five. Yes, but then Acorns is like oh there's five cents and they will so go it, to your bank of- account, not to your credit card. Correct, and it knows that that five per- five cents exists, and it keeps building that up, and then once it builds up to a certain amount, it'll just deduct you know it'll duct it'll deduct that money from your Either uh, your bank account, your, it will not do it from account. your credit card. Correct, from your bank account and and invest it into what's like a, a betterment like account. I was like, don't tell uh, me correct. You didn't know. I did know. <laughs> I was. I'm, you're helping me explain. All right, so, fine. so look, this is then this is going to be very underwhelming. Uh, <laughs> so when I don't, how long ago 
when did we start the show? When do you think it was the first time we mentioned acorns? <laughs> uh, it's got to be like four or more years ago. All right, let's just say four years. Mm. Can you? Uh, I've been using acorns this entire time. Mm. What do you think? How much money do you think I have in my account? <clears throat> so, uh, if you made a hundred transactions a month, which I think would be insane, and everyone had point one cent on it, you'd be putting a hundred dollars in a month. Which would also be insane. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, dude. Like at the ultimate extreme, if you were just a spendaholic, maybe you'd have like two thousand three. No, you'd have like three thousand dollars, maybe. So I have two thousand two hundred ninety-one dollars and thirty-one cents in my Acorns account. But you also use found money. I use found money. Is is it good? Like, or are you adding additional stuff? It in? says I have sixty cents in found money. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I I haven't. Uh, yeah, I think found money. Is- I, I, the only thing I use is Dollar Shave Club. Apparently, is like I subscribe to Dollar Shave Club, and it puts thirty cents every time I do in a transaction. Oh shit! So you get a discount I, I guess, on services. Yeah, I think I have to add them in. But yeah, so uh, the the problem that I should have more in there, and the reason I don't have more in there is because like I changed my credit card numbers change or. You have to, like you know, resync so have to, it and you yeah. have to go back and resync it. And I, you know, Acorns is one of those things that's I've had this for so long and kind of forgot that I had. And just just doing and I'm it. At, yeah, imagine like waking up one day and it's like, oh shit, I have a thousand bucks. So my my biggest like thing with Acorns. So so that is awesome that we literally like you know you set up four years ago. All of a sudden you have like almost twenty two hundred saved. Right. And so right. it's like that is like lit. It's not the found money part of Acorns, but it's kind of <laughs> like found money. Sure. And I, sure. I guess the thing is, you can't really my 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 axe to grind. You can't rely on it solely. It is like no. icing. It's a look. It, if you're like, I don't have money. Mm. It, it's 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 an automated way to pull money out of your account, where it doesn't really affect you day to day. Like you're not gonna miss five dollars out of your account. Mm. Like, you're just not. And I would argue you probably won't miss 10%. Even if you started today and said, okay, the next paycheck I get, I'm going to take out 10% of it and stick it in Betterment. Mm. I'm just going to do it, you know, whether you do it manually or not. I guarantee you, you're not going to miss that. It's not that so, much money. So I, I agree. Um, but I want to jump to one more thing to, okay. to round this out. And okay. I feel like the horse has been beaten to death. It's not even pulp. It's just like liquid. Uh, it's mm. like the T-1000 after it like melts. Is that is that okay. what? Yeah. That was a good reference. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Okay. Yeah. T-2. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> so good at movie references. <laughs> That's like the only movie reference I could ever make. Uh, it's Terminator from like Termi- 84 or something. Uh, 90. I'm going to say 92. Fine. I, I watched that at a sleepover party once. It was so great. Yeah. I was in a sleeping bag. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I don't know why I needed that information. I just I felt it. like I had to share that. It's kind of important. sleeping bag. <laughs> but um, <laughs> fees. There are so many people who email us who are getting uh-huh. not just like they're paying like a lot of fees. They're getting fucking destroyed. Like what? What do you mean by fees? Like what fees? So investment fees, uh, advisor fees, management fees, uh, uh, the, just like 
people because credit card fees, huh? Credit card fees. I mean, look. I mean, that's yes, ab- yeah. absolutely credit card fees. But I was even just or thinking, and stuff, yeah. like, yeah, dude, any of these things and uh, uh, overdraft fees. It makes me so sad because, like, yeah. if you're overdrawing your account, you obviously don't dude. have a lot, and then they're going to charge you thirty five dollars. That is I... them preying on you because you don't have a lot of money. Yeah, I I was the king of overdraft fees. I feel like I, I, that's the I, that's the reason I got kicked out of. I'm not allowed to use. I'm blacklisted on ING, or now it's Capital One Three Sixty. Well, I thought I thought the reason is because you cursed out a person on the phone because of overdraft fees, though. Well, don't blame the overdraft fees for your oh Italian anger. I wouldn't have had to call and curse out and say something about his mother. If <laughs> if I didn't if I didn't overdraft my own account, okay, sir, sir, my mom didn't overdraft your account. Ugh. It was look that is the most shittiest thing ever, and I I don't even know what it's like anymore because I used I've been using Simple again forever mm. since we talked about it on the, on the show many many years ago, and they don't have overdraft fees. It's just not a thing. Mm. You know, great. Uh, so fidelity doesn't either. And I've definitely overdrafted. I'm not. I'm not immune to it. Even at even like all these years later, I'm not immune to it. I still do it, but I don't get charged thirty five dollars a fucking day. I'm I'm a crazy person. I have to leave like a buffer. I can never like yeah. numbers cannot go below a certain amount. We all strive to be like you, Andrew. <laughs> we all want to be like Andrew. Just leaving buffers. Just buffering all day. That's right. Hmm. <laughs> I feel great. Go, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go on. No, that was, that was basically it. I mean, right. the thing is, uh, I think that a lot of people feel like some of these fees are are necessary or unavoidable, uh, but they so aren't. the The other yeah. day, so Laura has this business card, and I guess you have to keep two thousand dollars in it, or they char- TD charges you some whatever amount of yeah. money, Something and like that, yeah. She, she just didn't for all of the million reasons that she didn't. And we went sure. into the bank for a completely different reason. And the guy, you know, we talked with him. We're nice. Didn't even realize we were being charged these fees. And it wasn't the reason we were there. He was like, hey, do you want me to refund the fees? And we're like, that, that yeah. would be awesome. And he did it for like the two months it happened. And he didn't ask. So if you actually ask, they will just do it. So ask. Yeah. And then take that money and invest it in somewhere. Yeah. And if someone's charging a ton of fees... An investment advisor, a bank, whatever, leave them. They're assholes. Yeah, that's not there's okay. Other, there's other, there's other shit now. It's kind of like the like the cable companies. Like, there's other shit now. Like, dude, you're simple. They don't charge you overdraft yeah. fees, so you so you don't right. really think about that. Uh, I go to ATMs all in weird places, and it's like this is yep, five dollars. This is Fidelity refunds all oh, yeah. ATM fees, and and they're yeah. not the only ones. So they're simple. Yeah, pl- exactly. So. Don't like accept these things as like the reality of your life because fees. There's no reason you should be paying fees in 2018. Yeah, death by a thousand paper cuts. It's fucking serious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, um, let's take a break. Mm. I've been cursing. I drink a lot. some of this beer. We do. No, I have been. Oh well. We'll take a break. I'll collect myself. Just like screen the f word <laughs> on the break during break. Yes. During break. Just scream it and just get it all out of your system. All right. All right. Here we go. Okay. I want to talk about a different way 
of thinking about investing. Because the title that we want to go with is investing tips when you don't have money to invest. Mm-hmm. So let's assume you have zero dollars to invest in this section. Like not only is everything allocated and you literally have nothing that you could cancel. Um, right. You also have crickets in your bank account. Yeah. There's moths flying out of your wallet. Exactly. Like they're not even in it anymore because they left because there's nothing left, left to eat. Yeah. There is nothing in your wallet. What's in your wallet? Okay. Nothing. Nothing. Not even mom. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, so uh, let's talk about investing time. Mm. As fluffy as this concept seems, but I want to. I want to. Ma- I want to give a uh, very clear understanding of what I'm talking about. So I was. I was like. I was when I was thinking about this episode. I'm like, okay. Uh, you know, where can you invest? Where can you find money? Like found money? Where can you find money to like, if you don't have any to invest, you know, what, uh, you know, tools can you use like Betterment and other things that to like actually do the investing for you. Right. And I was like, well, wait a minute. There's other ways. There's other things to invest in. It doesn't have to be Betterment. It doesn't have to be the stock market. It can be real estate. That was the first thing I thought of. Right. I was just thinking of other things to invest in right, right. rather than like not having money part. And I was like, well, how would you invest in real estate if you had no money? I was like, well, could you invest in doing some work around your house that improves the value of your home so that when you mm. went to sell it later, you would actually make extra money from oh it? Oh my God. I love. Yeah. Yeah. That, right? that is like Without the idea. Money, right. Mm. I mean, I don't know what that looks like, but I, it, it was that's the thought train that led me to fix this your kitchen, section. fix your bathroom, right? Paint I mean, those outside. things require yeah, but some of those things require tools and require materials, mm. which would cost money ultimately. But it led me to this thing of like, well, what if you invested in yourself and made more money because of that, and then use that money to actually invest in the stock market oh my god did, did i did i tell you the boot camp story recently no so uh have you heard of like software boot camps no so uh for example i in my past life i was a data engineer and um <clears throat> they have a data engineer boot camp and i don't know me some of them are free some of them cost money and mm-hmm. you go into this thing and it's like two, three, eight, whatever amount of weeks, you do this thing and they will guarantee that you will get a job. Like, And, and it's oh. to the point where it's like, you know, maybe you paid 15000 for this thing. They will refund it to you if you don't get a job the next days. If you don't pay for it, they literally do not make money unless they place you because they get like referral fees from the companies they place you in. Uh, um, so you can literally, so it's like a, it's like a career incubator. Yeah, essentially. And it's people who have done this stuff before. They know exactly what you need to know. And mm. at iHeart, uh, we not through a, trying to do this, wound up hiring a bunch of really, really great people who came through these incubators where they were like peers of me or other people in, in the, the areas they worked and they only really did it for like five weeks. Now you're talking about people who have a skill 
but did not go to college to get that skill, but instead went through a boot camp to obtain that skill and then got a job at a decent company. Yeah, and so literally this this dude who, uh, Nick, who is at my house not that yeah. long ago, um, his origin story is him literally as a trucker. And huh. blah, 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 blah. Now he, uh, I think he does DevOps and he makes like actual literal buttloads of cash. And has... N- he doesn't make literal buttloads. I mean, cash. Th- there is a certain amount where I think it's only described as buttloads. <laughs> okay, All right, that's fair. So he doesn't. He didn't go to college. Period. For Hard this stop. particular skill. Oh, never went to college. From my understanding, no. Okay, like just no. Uh, so that like leads to me to what I was like. My first example is like you can invest in yourself to learn a like a skill. Yeah, right? and 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 massively get a better job from your it. salary. Yeah, yeah. Um, not that this is the same thing, but I have a friend who, uh, was a school teacher, you know, they make good money where, where, where he was, uh, but he's really a good writer and he, I, I kept telling him, I'm like, look, you don't have to work as a bouncer in the summer. Like you're a good writer. You can make money writing articles on the internet for people. Like I have a bunch of friends mm. who do like, you know, they're bloggers that do what I do do and I'm like they need writers and they need good ones and he just didn't know how to get into that system but he learned and then he started learning SE how to write for SEO and then started putting job up ups on a you know upwork or wherever like mm. you know job boards and stuff he quit his teaching job that's what he does everyone that we've told and I know that you swim university your website has yeah. articles and I don't know how many people you've told what you pay for an article but uh anyone who writes that hears what we pay per article and it is absolutely a million times worth it to us they are blown away yeah um yeah so yeah you can there's a lot of there's a lot of jobs like that especially online i mean like i'm familiar with the online space Mm. so are you i'm sure there are skills that you can learn where you can get paid in jobs that are not the internet Mm. you know like for example, I'm trying to think of an example You're like like, like SEO you know, and web design, <laughs> dude. I mean, look, you learn how to play guitar. You can teach guitar mm. lessons. Yeah, you know, just you know, sim- simple idea like that, right? Uh, I learned website design on the side. Did not go to college for it. Learned it on the side, you know, and that's that was my first side job. Was I would always go to work. I always had a normal job, but then on the side, I would do website design, and you know, make. A thousand to five thousand dollars a client, a job, and even when I even when I was fired or when I was let go from my job, and I ended up transitioning into swim university full time. During that time, I wasn't making that much money. Even during the first couple of years of the podcast, I wasn't making any money. I was still doing website jobs yeah. on the side, you know, just to make ends meet. And then now, I have a full time job. I don't need the extra cash, but if I did, that is absolutely a skill that I could, I still know how to do. I'm very good at it, and I could tap into it and and make extra money. And that's actually one of my fallbacks. Like, we've, Laura and I have had the same discussion. We could always just make websites for people. Yep. I said, if I, you know, if if all my websites blow up, this podcast goes to hell in a handbasket, whatever, uh, I can just design websites for other people. Or design graphic stuff. I learn these skills all, you know. But tell me about the non-internet things. Ugh. So you you don't have any because I I could help you. Well, I can I can no I can I can think of things that I'm good at. 
that are not, you know, internet based. Like for example, I'm very good at audio engineering. Mm. So I could go and part time if I wanted to, like there's, there's this other part of like getting another job getting a side, you know, the, the, the term is side hustle, right? People like calling it a side hustle. I feel, I feel like you like people phase out when they hear that word. Like, I, uh, good. You should, yeah, because it's, it's a stupid word. I hate so it. So generic uh, and meaningless. Yes. So let's just call it what it is. It's a side job, mm. yeah. right? It's an extra job is what it is. Right. Right <laughs> now. Yes. And right. An extra job. So old school, right? Extra part-time job. That's what my grandpa called it. His second job. That would be a terrible. I mean, yeah, you can't make a podcast out of that. The extra part-time job school. <laughs> let me teach you how to work five jobs. <laughs> let, let me teach you how to work twice as hard as you're working now. <laughs> but it's. It, but I look. There is. There's ways you could to use do it, it as like, a stepping stone right, to get to what right. you need. Which is, right. it is a tried and true strategy that your great grandpa can tell you about because he did it too. Sure. Yep. And for me, if I didn't, like, let's say the internet didn't exist in my world, uh, I am very good at making music. Like, I'm an audio engineer. Mm-hmm. So I could, one, go and work at a recording studio locally and help uh, artists record their music. Uh, or I could invite people to my house and record them, which I've done before. I've, I've made money that way before as a side job okay, so, when I had a real so job. So here's my problem. Is that still yeah. uses the computer? And I got one. Uh, not that- not the way I used to do it. I used to use a fucking reel-to-reel, dog. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Before computers. I mean, I, look, I was a kid. I was mm. a very, very young but, kid. But that, but is, that is awesome. But, but it yeah. is also niche. Right, it's super niche. Yeah. So I got something that uh, a buddy had told me about, and I didn't okay. know was a thing. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna forget the name of it because I only. Sp- so I used to work with a bunch of really cool Indian dudes when I was uh, at Lehman Brothers, and I learned about you know blah blah blah. And there's this term for uh, when back in India, like a, a woman would make a meal, like a lunch or, or typically a dinner. Yeah. And then yeah. they would just they would deliver it. So they would make in those like metal containers, right? I think so. The stackable yeah. metal containers. I, f- yeah, I forget yeah. the name of it, and uh, yeah. I'm sorry, but they would essentially every day of the week they'd make whatever they're gonna make, you know, for yeah. their family, and make yep. X amount more. And then it, they would essentially deliver it to all these people who also wanted dinner but didn't have mm-hmm. an amazing woman to or, or man to cook for them. And sure. so uh, in Hoboken. Um, and I'm sure in many cities where there are single people or just areas, people yeah. need dinner, and they they can't. Most people can't cook or don't want to. Uh, right. You could cook for other people for your neighbors, yeah, and sell them dinner. Yeah, there's a lot of those. There's a lot of jobs like that. Mm. I mean, there's cleaning, house cleaning, house sitting, dude, house sitting, animal cat sitting, animal sitting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Sit- I mean, if we. If we owned a dog, which we're not allowed to in our place currently, but if we did, we would absolutely be hiring a dog sitting service. You know, we'd have to. We travel a lot. And, you know, even if we're just gone for the weekend, we need a dog. Because my parents aren't here. Like when I used to own a dog back in Jersey, it was easy to drop off my parents. But now, no, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even be an option. In, in the old building that I lived in, uh, there was mm-hmm. this, this guy and he was a consultant and he, and he did well. But his wife... Uh, came over to the US and she didn't have a visa to work um, but she had the apartment and she yeah. had all the, her time and so they essentially just uh, 
took dogs in during the day for yeah. a week or two, whatever. It's good money. What do you say to people who um, are like, I don't have enough time? For, well, I would say um, not now. I have kids. But I, you, know, in th- you, you probably hear this a lot. I got kids. In you three months, your iPhone will tell you exactly how much time you spend on every app. And I believe... Wait, it, is that is that live now? No, it'll be in like three months when the new... Oh, okay. Uh, but Android, I believe the latest version now tells you that. And so I would say, go and tell me how much time you spent on <laughs> Facebook or Instagram in the last week. And, and don't jump off a bridge because it'll probably be terribly high numbers. Just spend right. half that time doing, you know, I don't know. Something. Yeah. Or just thinking about doing something else. Yeah. It, it, yeah. So this idea of investing in yourself and, you know, to either uh, get to either learn a new skill and get a better job from that new skill. Right. Learning new skill and get a uh, extra side job. Mm. <laughs> right. From that extra skill or taking inventory of what you can do right and doing something on the side and it takes work it takes work dude don't buy new underwear with that second job money invest a hundred percent of it like that is the the only goal like let it be the thing that lifts you out of your situation more money yeah let it work for you right they're all they're like little workers I was just thinking my, my friend does woodworking and I've had him make me, he's made me a bow and arrow for my, this is decoration for my house. Mm. You know, I helped him out with something. So he's like, here, I made you a bow and arrow. I'm like, this is great. This is awesome. <laughs> he made me a mash paddle for home brewing. That's cool. He made me tap handles for my, my kegerator. That's like he can just do cool. these things I can't do. Like I literally can't do it. And if I need to make, like, I want to one day own a keezer. I want to build a keezer. What is a I'm keezer? I'm going to call. Uh, it, you take a chest freezer and you uh, take off the lid and you build a little wooden collar and you add tap handles into it and you, and you store uh, all the kegs in the keezer and, or the, the chest freezer and you do a temperature thing and you can put multiple kegs in there and pour – basically build your own like tap system. Oh, so, so it's like um, – but it keeps it all cool. So it's, yeah. you're not pouring room temperature. Right. You're, you're keeping all the – you know, and, and you control the temperature of the freezer by installing like an, an additional thermometer. I get, so I get it. Keg it. and freezer. Keezer. Keg and freezer. Right. Yeah. So but, – but my point is I can't even glue two pieces of wood together. Mm. Like I would be completely <laughs> lost. So I'm going to be calling him and I'm going to offer him money to help me. And, and he could take that if he wanted to and, you know, divert that – skill set that he's had and enjoys into a you know side income he could be look you could he could be building mat like i he maybe a really cool mash paddle it's really cool looking and i can maybe add it in the show notes or something but um the, he could sell them at, on etsy that's where i found them they yeah. were a hundred dollars a piece on wow. etsy yeah i don't know that's a, he made me that's a lot of money and you're probably not gonna have a ton of competition with like no, I mean he made me stumps. We have uh, like a we have end tables in our house uh, that are just giant stumps of wood. That's super cool. I went to an arborist, like kind of near my house, and they just a guy that cuts Ar- trees. Arborist? Yeah, they're called arbor. Yeah, the people who uh, like make countertops out of wood and oh. like they like they basically cut big ass trees. 
I thought Brooklyn was hipster. I'm, I I don't think they have barbers <laughs> here. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, the guy just had, like, a huge yard of just trees, and there was, like, I was there was a tree, and I was like, can I have a piece of that tree? He's like, yeah, 50 bucks. I was like, okay. And then the, my friend, like, shellacked it or, you know, cured it and did what he had to do, and, you know, we have these end tables now. And how much did he pay I him? went and I didn't pay him anything. <laughs> I bought the stumps. He did it for free. Wow, you're mean. No, I offered. But he was, you know, that's not what he wants. Yeah, He's yeah. doing it as a, a favor or whatever. But I'm what I'm saying, he, he could parlay that skill into something else. And the like the stump that I actually bought from a store that is maybe you know a third of the size of the ones that we actually got from him was two hundred and fifty dollars from West dude. End. Yeah, ridiculous, insane. Now I didn't spend that money. We got a we got a credit. Uh, <laughs> From, we, we opened up a credit card, you know, spent money mm. on a couch, closed the credit card, but got like 250 bucks back. So I didn't, I don't want to like say I'm blowing $250 on a That's fucking pretty stump. Cool. Fine. Yeah. But I was like, and he was like, dude, I could make those. I'm like, whoa, okay. Just saying. I think that's the you never thing. Know. Is like people don't realize that everyone has like all these like really cool, like eclectic skills. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just saying you can turn it into anything. It doesn't, you don't have to build a massive business. Like you don't have to take, I mean, even like what we did and turn it into a full-time job. You don't have to just dedicate your life to it. It doesn't have to be a 10 year no. thing. You could do it for a month and be like, actually I yeah. hate it and then stop. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, so that's kind of what I wanted to get into is like, there is other ways of investing time instead of actual money mm. and investing that time could equal to money. Or, or, or not or, money investments. So you, so you shellac a bunch of wood, and then yeah. that shit goes directly into your Betterment account. There you go. You just put the wood. It's really easy. It's a click of a button, uploads your wood <laughs> right to the account. But I mean, or you can go the hard route like we went, which is you invest time into building an asset mm. for yourself that ends up paying off for a long period of time. I think this podcast as hard as we worked on it, mm. it was a side job for both of us for a very long yeah, time. I've only been doing this as my job job for like a year. Yeah. And I mean, look, you got gray hairs from doing it, but, but each of those gray it, hairs was it, was is it, worth a lot. Right. Right. In, in, yeah, so invest in yourself, invest in yourself, invest in, you know, invest. you do. Everyone has time, mm. but I guess some would argue you know, again, like I, it's really hard for me as a uh, a person as a as a dink, right? We're we're a couple of dinks. Mm. Uh, Double income, no kids. Thank you. Just uh, yeah. you know, clarifying. That. Right. I know. I know. But I knew you would. Thank <laughs> you. But it's really hard for me to go like, oh, just get a fucking sad jab. <laughs> it's very easy for me to say that, and my friends like, well, I have kids. You don't get it. You don't. You don't understand. I'm mm. like, you're right. I mean. I don't. I just but. want to say, I, I read this study, and, and uh. not to go on into a million-hour episode, but I read this study about um, single people, dinks and stuff, people like you, people like me, um, yeah. and then <clears throat> adults who have kids, and yeah. uh, almost universally, the adults with kids are far more productive than those right. without. They they're forced to be. Right. right, and so what happens is, like, we are actually really wasteful with our time, dude. Like, I had to prep for an episode, and I don't know, I was just, like, reading the news, and I had to, like, dance yeah. around the apartment. But when, No one's yelling for our attention. Exactly, no and so it. when you yeah. claim that few minutes for yourself, like, you're ah. in it. So perhaps if dude, you have that's... kids, you can double your 
double your Progress. swim universityness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I wish I had kids. Would be so much further ahead than I am right now. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, uh, you feel good about that? Yeah. All about investing tips when you don't have any money to invest. So, yeah. Tax credit. Yep. Stop paying for stupid shit, including yep. fees. Yep. And make yourself better so you earn more. And if you have extra time, and I'm sorry you do, all everyone has extra time, use that money to basically uh, earn into your investment account. Boom. Way to sum it up. Well, in case you missed anything, we'll have everything in the show notes, of course. You can either check your preferred podcast app or you can visit listenmoneymatters.com slash show. It'll all be there. And please subscribe wherever you normally listen to podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, you have the Apple Podcast app. You can just listen to it. If you're on Spotify, are you on Spotify? We will next week be on Spotify. All right. Before this goes live. So, so there you go. Probably. Spotify, Google Play, Overcast, doesn't even matter. This thing is so free. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And tell your friends about us. You can point them to your favorite episodes, and hopefully they'll become a subscriber too, and you'll both have something to talk about when you go to the bar on Saturday night. Oh, did you hear that episode of Listen Money Matters? Andrew's voice oh. is so smooth. Yeah, it's so smooth. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I did hear that episode. Well, I thought his voice was smooth too. Let's high five. All right, all right. Every time Andrew says money, let's do a shot. Let's do a shot. We're, we're bonding. <laughs> this is what men do. This is what they do. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to talk about, on, you'd like us to talk about on this show, or if you want to talk about it yourself, go for it. You can email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. And all the tools and resources we normally mention on the show and that we mentioned in this show will be and are available at listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox all one word did I nail it? yeah you did alright I'm leaving later Andrew later dude please tell your friends about this show <laughs>